Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with highly anticipated new releases. The time is now more than ever to embrace the breathtaking, sinister, and shocking tales that can enthrall you, especially with brand new exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped, like Amy Tintera's Listen for the Lie. With exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors, captivating sound design, and dynamic performances, Audible brings these stories to life like never before. And as a member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. President's pressure campaign. I just want to find 11,780 votes. Virus concerns in the weeks ahead. It could and likely will get worse in the next couple of weeks. No ticket to the U.S. for Julian Assange. A British judge blocks extradition. Good morning, I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. Stunning audio tape captures an hour-long phone call from President Trump to Georgia's Republican Secretary of State in a pressure-packed bid to overturn Joe Biden's win in that key swing state. And it has some Democrats calling for a criminal investigation. CBS's Ben Tracy is at the White House. There's nothing wrong with saying that you've recalculated. Well, Mr. President, the challenge that you have is the data you have is wrong. In a stunning phone call this weekend, President Trump pressures Georgia's Republican Secretary of State, Brad Raffensperger, to find enough votes to overturn President-elect Joe Biden's win. Brad, what are we going to do? We won the election, and it's not fair to take it away from us like this. I think you have to say that you're going to re-examine it. We have to stand by our numbers. We believe our numbers are right. President Trump baselessly accused Raffensperger of a cover-up and threatened that he and his general counsel may be in jeopardy. You know what they did and you're not reporting it. That's a criminal offense. That's a big risk. The president's actions are dividing Republicans. At least 12 GOP senators vowed to challenge President-elect Biden's win on Wednesday. As CBS's Nancy Cordes reports, other Republicans say the move is dangerous for democracy. This is so obviously uh, beyond the pale. Republican Adam Kinzinger joined legions of Democrats condemning the president's call to Georgia's secretary of state. It's fundamentally an effort to overthrow the government of the United States. The controversy did not appear to deter the dozen Senate Republicans and many more in the House who plan to contest the Electoral College results in a joint session of Congress on Wednesday. We've seen in the last two months unprecedented allegations of voter fraud. Texas Senator Ted Cruz is now leading the push for an emergency 10-day audit of election returns from six states, citing public mistrust in the results. Some Republicans tried in vain to talk their colleagues out of the plan. 
Nebraska's Ben Sass. This is bad for the country and bad for the party. Maine's Susan Collins. It's time for us to move on. They have us properly distanced. But Vice President Mike Pence blessed the effort. He will preside over Wednesday's joint session, which could last all day. The coronavirus death toll in the U.S. topped 350,000 over the weekend. December was the deadliest month of the pandemic. CBS's David Begno says there are fears of another post-holiday surge. The situation at some L.A. County hospitals has grown so dire that the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers was called in to help with oxygen shortages. These buildings and facilities were not designed to have 100% ICU. On a separate note, the country's vaccine rollout is struggling to keep up. In both Texas and Florida, seniors waited in line for hours to get their shots. It's been a long wait. They should have been better prepared. While in Tennessee, some people waited overnight only to be turned away. In Britain, 82-year-old Brian Pinker was the first to receive the vaccine from AstraZeneca. He said it was painless and brilliant. The vaccine means everything. It's the only way of getting back to a bit of normal life. Well, today a British judge blocked the bid by the U.S. to get WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange to be brought here to face espionage charges. The judge effectively dismissed all of the defense's arguments. She said she saw no evidence Assange's prosecution was politically motivated or that the WikiLeaks founder would get cruel and inhuman treatment in a U.S. prison. But she said U.S. prosecutors' own description of how he would be incarcerated left her convinced he would be able to commit suicide. And on that ground, she's refused extradition. The U.S. has 14 days to file its appeal. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. Back to Georgia, where voters tomorrow will have their say in the state's two U.S. Senate races. CBS's Mark Strassman says control of the U.S. Senate is up for grabs. Republican Senators Kelly Loeffler and David Perdue sell themselves as a firewall against the radical left. We have to hold the line here against socialism. If the radicals take total control, we'll never get our country back. Democrats John Ossoff and Raphael Warnock look to tap into Georgia's changing, more diverse demographics. You can either help Kelly Loeffler to help herself, or you can help me to help you. Democrats need to win both seats to control the Senate. A 62-year-old church pastor is dead in Winona, Texas, after a confrontation with a man who had been the subject of a police chase for several hours. Sheriff Larry Smith. As the pastor opened the bathroom door, he was confronted by the individual who had been hiding in the church. The pastor's firearm is the one he used. The 21-year-old suspect in two drive-by shootings was arrested later after trying to get away in the pastor's car. Another person was reported wounded by gunfire. Now to Pittsburgh, where KDKA-TV's Shelby Cassessi says authorities are looking into two explosions. Bomb squad and the fire investigation unit are investigating this incendiary device thrown from a moving vehicle. They say a parked vehicle was damaged. Fortunately, there were no injuries. A second blast was reported in another neighborhood about 90 minutes later. In Sonoma County, California, a father drowned in rough surf while trying to rescue his two children who may have been swept out to sea. The local sheriff's office says the man reached one of the boys, ages four and six, but couldn't stay above water. From the world of music, Jerry Marsden has died at 78, one of the voices of the 1960s British invasion. So ferry, cross the Mersey. Jerry and the pacemakers, along with the Beatles, helped introduce the Mersey sound to the world. That song, first turned down by the Beatles, became their first number one hit. There would be others. I like it, I like it. But their most lasting song was an unlikely ballad. 
Never Walk Alone, which remains today the anthem of England's Liverpool soccer team. Steve Futterman, CBS News. And actress Tanya Roberts has died at 65. She was a Bond girl in A View to a Kill and had TV roles on Charlie's Angels and That 70s Show. Her publicist says she'd been hospitalized since late last month after collapsing while walking her dogs. In times of trouble, it seems more people are turning to the fantasy of a virtual world. The coronavirus has been kind to the gaming industry. One in three people on the planet play video games, and two out of three Americans are playing video games. President of the Entertainment Software Association, Stanley Pierre-Louis, says before the pandemic, gaming was a rising star, but now social connection is even more vital. Agreeing is Joseph Olin with the Video Game Bar Association. Games have brought people together during a period of time of great stress and uncertainty. Stephen Kaufman, CBS News. The Washington football team nailed down the NFL's final playoff spot with a win last night over the Philadelphia Eagles. The defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs and Green Bay Packers are top seeds and have buys in the first round of action that takes place next weekend. And that's the CBS World News Roundup for Monday. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sant from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, early and ad-free on the 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. Hey, everybody, John Stewart here. I am here to tell you about my new podcast, The Weekly Show. It's going to be coming out every Thursday. So exciting. You'll, you'll be saying to yourself, TGIT. Thank God it's Thursday. We're going to be talking about all the things that hopefully obsess you in the same way that they obsess me. The election, economics, earnings calls. What are they talking about on these earnings calls? We're going to be talking about ingredient to bread ratio on sandwiches. And I know that I listed that fourth, but in importance, it's probably second. I know you have a lot of options as far as podcasts go, but how many of them come out on Thursday? I mean, talk about innovative. Listen to The Weekly Show with Jon Stewart wherever you get your podcasts. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. 
And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital edition wherever you get your books.